Welcome back, everybody. Hey, everyone. Well, it's been a long time since we've had a podcast. It's been a few weeks, I guess. So, yeah, it has been a couple weeks, I think, huh? Yeah, some people have been getting on me about that. So, a few. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, this one, I'm late to the party with all of these topics. All of these are all now kind of old news, but. we're like the washed up podcast. Yeah, we are. <laughs> these are, these have already been covered by most people, but I haven't. So somebody actually did ask me the question about Ravi Zacharias. Yes. They they wondered if I had seen it and wonder what my thoughts were on it. So I promised everybody that I was like, well, I I have a bunch to say about that. Um, nothing of what I would want to say. Um, and please understand that this podcast is all done in love, um, you know, in, in prayer, and just hear it out. I know whenever you do a podcast like this, you always get the comments like, oh my gosh, that's the most Pharisee thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. You're the biggest judger, you big judgy. Judgy McJudgerson. Like the comments, it's just like, come on, like, like come on. Come on, let's just look at this biblically, you know, and, and, and what we're trying to, what I'm trying to say here biblically, it's nothing obviously that we want to talk about, but it's, it's been something that's thrust into the public eye now. And matter of fact, I was just watching before we started, um, I'd watched a couple different, uh, videos, um, from people who tackled the Ravi Zacharias, uh, topic. And if you don't know, uh, Ravi Zacharias Ministries, his website, <clears throat> just recently uh, confirmed, um, and I'll, I'll explain this a little, which is interesting, but they had confirmed um, basically some some hex- sexual harassment uh, reports against Ravi, um, you know, and, and Ravi, of course, since his past, which is tragic, um, you know, he had gotten... Uh, sick again and he had passed which is which is sad um that he's not here to defend himself but unfortunately um the evidence that goes against him is way outweighs that even mattering um because it's so much so where the people want to go, yeah, well, we don't want to judge before anything, you know, comes out. Let me remind you that it was his ministry's law firm that was investigating these claims. And it was his website and his daughter runs his website that put out this statement saying, yeah, and you can go to Things the website. Things aren't and read looking it. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, these these investigations are not concluded, so they thought to put out a statement before the investigations were even finished. Yeah. And this is their own investigation, so that is damning evidence. I mean, that's there's something that they know yeah. that they know that they can't do anything with. And what's interesting is, unfortunately, with this whole situation, is this is... Uh, to answer the question, yes, I did. I've known about this for years because this is nothing new. This is something. That, well, and that uh, was the point. I, I wanted... didn't feel the need to pull out to to put out anything, um, you know, tearing him down based off of the accusations. A lot of people did. But these uh, accusations existed while he was alive, and he could have well, and that's what, said something, and that's, that's what the big the problem, factor, I think. And, and, and that's where, I mean, that's where I was going to go with this, is that's what the problem is, is because he denied it up until the point of his death. And that is what is extremely concerning to me, uh, because this was something that he did not admit to not fess up to this is something but he had the opportunity to like these allegations didn't come after he died these allegations have been around for years now let me tell you reading the actual law firm's report of the allegations and the conclusions to these allegations you all let it is disgusting 
It is, it is literally disgusting. I mean, we are talking about years, courses of years of different cases, various cases of abuse and what's come out since, he, since then. And this, again, this is nothing that I want to talk about. This stinks, you know, but in, as far as in the Christian world, this is something that we have got to acknowledge. And we, we have got to, to stand up and say, you know what? That is disgusting. Well, because everybody knows the great videos. You've seen people share them on Facebook and YouTube, whatever, of Ravi Zacharias standing up and he just, he speaks and you're just like, oh my gosh, he's you're so good. You're captivated. And, and the things he's saying are so on point, you know, and he's written books brilliant. and all of the things. And I think he's been, you know, largely across the board, someone that is recommended, you know, and all of these things. He's great with, you know, apologetics and all these other things that he would go into. But then it's like, you look at these allegations again for years that he had the opportunity while he was alive to address and confess to and you look at all of this and it's like so you stood there you said these things you promoted yourself as such a man of god you know all these different things and then you see this stuff that again your own camp is going yeah these aren't looking so good it, these things look true so it's come this out is a big deal since his death that he owned which, I mean, there's nothing, whatever, but he owned a couple spas in Florida in which he frequented these spas. And where these allegations are coming from are from workers from the different spas. And the only reason why they came forward to say anything, and again, his law firm, that his ministry's law firm, and his ministry that are looking in and investigating these allegations are the ones that are an asking these questions. So they're controlling the questions. They're controlling yeah. everything. And they're going, oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. And they're, I mean, they're, they have records, electronical records. They have video records of him being where they said he was. And all of their stories match up exactly. And we're talking about things like we're talking about public masturbation in front of the, I mean, and that's, that's just, insane. this is literally, that's just the, the, the top of it. And it looks like this is one of the biggest, you know, um, you know, he's so, like, as you said, he's so well known in the yeah. world of Christian apologetics. Yeah. And he has done a lot for the world of apologetics. But at the same time, every single bit of that now is tainted. Yep. Every single bit of it. Because he built a foundation on morality. Yep. He built that he this. Himself he came was out not. and said, I, I stick to the Mike Pence rule. I'm never in, in a room alone with anybody other than my wife. You know, which you can't build a foundation on this and be an apologist and argue these things and live a life like that. Yeah. I mean, biblically, this is something, you know, what, get mad at me if, if, if you don't agree, but, you know, take this to the pastoral epistles and go read first and second Timothy and Titus. Oh, he's completely me, disqualified. Let me, I mean, you're absolutely completely disqualified. And the fact that's concerning, and there's no judgment or no condemnation that I'm making here because I don't know. I don't know. That's not my job to do. But in order to talk about this now, what's really concerning to me is the fact that he denied this all the way to his death. Yeah. And if you, you literally, and, and I don't know what happened. You know, I, I, I think I, from my perspective, I, I have a feeling that this is something that he had already, you know, abstained from doing for so many years, you know, so many years of, of purity. And then it was like, you know, I've never tried to, you know, reach over and, and, and just, you know, that, that. That Je Jezebel spirit that we read about, I mean, she was a, a, a very real person. Yeah. Um, but Christ refers to her in Revelation 2.18 when his letter to the church in Thyatira, you know, he says Jezebel. 
Well, this is where we get this idea of this Jezebel spirit, this, uh, you know, this, this sexually immoral spirit that, that captivates people inside of the church and gets them to do these things. Um, that's, I mean, that's exactly what this is. And I think he just, you know, fell right in love with that. Um, and, you know, again, I don't, I don't want to sit here and, and talk like I'm on a high horse because I'm not. But what I did is I turned from a previous life of, and, and believe me, I didn't sexually, you know, I don't have, I don't not have saying that, I'm not like, saying that I'm saying a sexually immoral lifestyle. Sure. Yeah. That's not what that, like you own about. massage like, parlors thank you that for, you frequent. Like, clarify. I yeah. really needed to clarify that. Um, I mean, I'm sure. But there I, are many different I'm definitely types. Definitely sure. I probably offended people. Sure, but there are just many um, different types of sexual I'm, I'm, impurity. You know what I mean? I that know you're like, yeah. Plenty of things that I have done that I'm like, okay, you know, what? What am I to? Who am I to judge somebody? You know, like I'm, I'm sitting over here all like, you know, hunched over, like what? <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm nobody to judge that. But that's exactly what disgust me about my previous life i want nothing to do with that so now at this point forward i'm like now i'm i'm the complete opposite i've completely repented completely turned now i want no part of that like i want none of it i don't want to see none of it i don't want to i don't nothing i want zero part of it and that's not something that's righteous it's just something that i hate about my previous life and that i have repented and turned from this is and and again these aren't these types of allegations um it's the same spirit so that's that's my point for for bringing that up so uh, again i'm not definitely not one to stand up here uh, and judge the man and, and condemn the man. But speaking from, you know, is whatever little tiny platform this is, this is, this is completely not, not okay in, in the world of Christianity. And I, I, I was watching, and funny enough, I was watching an atheist video about Ravi Zacharias. I was curious to see what the world was saying about this i've seen a lot of 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 teachers tackle this um you know and and i've heard what they've said and it's all been good i mean it's all been basically um you know they, it hasn't been as hardcore as i i think what i just said um but but watching this atheist video about it just to see what the world was was saying about it he actually was very very fair on a lot of the different things that he said but he called out christians at, at the end of it and he's like hey what what are you gonna do with this and i was like that's interesting that's an interesting question to me because i i think it's something that we have to completely say you know what you're right and we can't that's not who we are and the fact that he kept these this denial till his death is not okay so as soon as uh, i think unfortunately what's going to happen and nobody wants to see this happen and it's a heartbreak thing to happen but i i think that after these investigations are finished um ravi zacharias ministries is going to be completely gone torn apart but i feel know, like it um, should be it should be yeah. absolutely it should be well somebody had asked you a question they said well what about this ravi zacharias book it's a great book this yeah. is really solid and you said absolutely not no yeah i said no i i couldn't i i can't recommend it um and it and it, 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 it really pains me to say it because because was, some of his stuff was great was there, he perfect in his even his teachings and stuff no we'll see but it was great the, here's the thing is the first allegation years ago that came out years ago was from a woman that they did confirm that he was in contact with because his ministries ended up suing them, but they ended up not, they ended up settling out of court before then. 
So it it was it was this woman that that they that they were going in suit with, and what had happened is he was using a text app that, and everything that I'm saying, you can go to the ministry's website. You can go to the the they have all the papers. I don't have anything to link, but I because I closed everything. But um, they have all the papers and everything are easily available online. And I mean, these aren't doctored, you know, things. This is not some kind of fake uh, accusation. But the first one was apparently he used some text app, obviously that left no trace, but she didn't. So she had a couple messages that she went, came forward with. And this was, of course, part of this, like, oh, you're just trying to destroy him. But these messages were worded exactly like he would talk. You know, like it, you, you see him talk on the video, but like, though, it, but you don't hear it. They're, these are text sure, messages. Yeah. It's audible. It's not audible. Uh, but you know how you can hear him talk in your head and how he forms like this is exactly the words that yeah he everybody was has together. a way that they I just mean, communicate. This is a thing like saying that he would rather not go on living than and he would rather end it all. Um, it, I, like it, this is all stuff that really really stinks um, to have. But like you said, I think this is, um, you know, it, it should be, this is where we, we can't, and we have to say, you know, uh, kind of wash our hands with this and, and pray for his family. Um, I certainly, the only thing that we have as Christians to do is hope that something happened, um, between his death and his meeting the Lord, because, these are grievous sins that I just, you know, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy to have to be in his shoes. You know what I mean? So, um, it's an unfortunate thing, but yeah, I mean, I, I can no longer recommend him. And I, I was never a giant fan of his. Um, he always kind of shied away from eschatology and anybody that kind of shies away from eschatology, it makes me question them because <clears throat> I go, why? Because that's literally the most important thing about scripture. Yeah, exactly. It's what we have to look forward to. It's, it's, it's really what, so when people stay away from it, any moment. Yeah. So when people say, eh, like that's all the apostles it. were talking about yeah, time no, and time again, so but yet you don't touch it. Why? That's that's weird. Why? Why do you not? Why do you not care? And he he answered it. He, he's answered it. So nobody. I I know. I've seen the. I, I know. You don't need to send it to me. I I know he's answered it, and his answers are full of nothing. You know he was. It, it's. I'm not sitting here wanting to talk bad about him, but uh, the more that I listened to him, he was really good with putting a lot of fluff into what he was saying that really wasn't really wasn't anything that had content. Um, some of the things that he said was brilliant. But, you know, that's what, unfortunately, you know, the other, the first accusation that came out against him, too, was his questioning his credentials. Because he had claimed to... Um, you know, he claimed his doctorate, he claimed to teach at these schools that he didn't teach at, um, that these were like very, very minor affiliates of like these places. So like Cambridge and Oxford yeah. that he claimed, like, but none of the schools that he actually did anything with that had anything to do with them. Yeah. Like the students maybe that went to his school, some of those students did like both, you know, like those like back and forth. To, to where he was, to where, you know, the big schools. Um, but it was it was never, never, uh, you know, he couldn't claim a, a, to be a teacher of that place. Yeah. And that's what was happening, so much so that even his website, even the ministries had to change it, that had to change the, um, on the, on his website, uh, his, his credentials to say uh, what this was. And this was, again, this was a few years ago. So, um you know, I, I hate, I hate seeming like I'm attacking him and especially 
since the fact that it, it, he's moved on. Um, but at the same time, with him still being very, very relevant and these things coming out and you know it it, it does it, it's really sad to see but it's unfortunate that these people are like yeah don't think he was such this great person and, and don't sell look at this and these were all witnesses were afraid to come forward because of who he was and victims witnesses and victims because he's so admired and so loved and of course nobody's going to believe what you have to say when you have this you know this so guy here it's sad when that happens i think we as christians have a right to say you know what no that's not right it's not and well, we we must walk completely away from that and i think that's what people don't want to do like i know something that bothers me so much is i mean this this is found everywhere i understand that but the fact that proven allegations against the catholic church which is only one of the many grievous things that has to do with that entity but the allegations with sexual abuse of children you know and all these things that we have that we know this isn't hearsay these are factual things and yet when you look at it and it's like why aren't the Catholic churches standing up to call out these things and demand change. You know what I mean? Like, why aren't you standing up against this within your own religion, right? Because Catholicism is its own religion. Like, why aren't you doing that? That That's a big issue. And if you want to profess that, like, why are you not against it? I think it's the same thing here. So people that are like, well, I still really love him. And he, he had really great things to say. And I really love this book and blah, blah, whatever. Like you said about the ministry. No, it should all absolutely be disbanded. Just like you should not pick up a Joel Osteen book, you shouldn't pick up a Ravi Zacharias book. Yeah, I, I unfortunately have to agree with that i mean there's nothing that i see around that um again <clears throat> you know it's not it's not an attack against him but once these things no come it's responding to his somebody, own actions exactly and like he, i'm not coming against you you did this and <laughs> unfortunately since he is not here to defend himself his ministry is going to have to be the plaintiff so to speak for him because that's uh, in in that something where if if he's guilty which he clearly is and he had the opportunity to confess and humble himself and repent and all of that while he was alive and he publicly did not did he do privately before he met the lord maybe i don't, I don't know. know that's between them god that was the case because to not to be a teacher to, of God's word and to not know who oof. he was here mm -hmm. on earth and to know that we will understand, we still will have memory of, of people who they are. So knowing that Ravi Zacharias might, you know, I, I'm not making this judgment. Please don't say that I am. I'm not. Um, but to even think that that would be a possibility, that's, that's heartbreaking. But so is what the victims of what he did, what they suffered, what they did. And, and he did it all under the disguise of a, an extremely moral man. I was just listening to Ben Shapiro's whole podcast with Ravi. Um, this was, I, and I had watched this before all of this. Yeah, and, like and back when it came out. There was a lot of different things that he said in there that were brilliant. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I, I'm just watching this now and I'm just like, my gosh. Because this whole foundation was built on this moral character and man and I mean in that in that podcast. But you know, that's what's so crazy because we do see this so often. I mean, look at the whole thing with Josh Duggar. Right. I mean, here you have a family who has publicly, you know, built this whole image on the importance of, you know, this purity and keeping yourself and these, you know, all of these very solid biblical 
things, you know, and then come to find out what do you find. So you find that a family who is trying so hard to live a life, you know, so far from these corrupted ways and the dirty little secret that Satan just gets in there, you know what I mean, is the exact thing that you were so, you know, dead against. But you see that sometimes where, I mean, we've counseled, you've counseled many people who have come in and it was like my, you know, I was so anti this and so anti that, but little did anyone know the thing I was struggling with the most was the thing that I was outwardly so against. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you see that often. And unfortunately, especially with someone who is a teacher of God's word, that just literally taints and in fact, a little leaven ruins the whole loaf, right? Like that just gets in there and that just taints the whole thing. So the next topic... Uh-oh. I want to get you have another Ravi. one. I want to get it. I do. Okay. So that's my. I mean, that's my. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> it's like that's an abrupt <laughs> change. You're like, okay, and next. I do. I, I mean, I just. I. But you ended it perfect. I think okay. that was just a great place to end it because I don't think there's. Anything I mean, there really more. is nothing else to say. There about really it. isn't, and I hate the conversation, and I, I don't want anybody to because it sucks to take me wrong or to feel that wrong. Um, so yes, if you're asking me this question, well, what about this book he wrote? No, sorry, we we should have no part of it um, because of uh, because of these things. And, and I think this is just something that we just move along like it just didn't. Uh, I mean, this isn't like I said, we didn't have any part of it. Um, not like it didn't exist because we acknowledge it, and and we definitely to the victims that suffered. This is not what Christianity is about. No. Me as a man of God. You know, and I know, um, you know, many people that that I am friends with are, are great men of God. I know us men of God. You know, this is something that you, you you keep in your heart and you understand. Like this is something that I want. This is like one of the great, most grievous, worst things that I can do. Like I have got to watch my back in every single situation, every single thing that I'm in. But this is something that you can control on your own. Now, in a person like Ravi, it's hard being thrust into the public spotlight. But that still doesn't give you a license to to sin because that just means that, okay, so your platform was bigger. Look at what Jesus says about somebody that's given more. We just went over these these in in Matthew (laughs) with our church, right? More is expected of you. So you are, you know, and, and especially if you have a platform built on morality, you better conduct yourself in every single way, morale, you know, more. Absolutely, yeah. And, and none of what... And if you can't, then you step down and you walk away. Which, you are you you know that you are no longer qualified there are very specific qualifications that teachers pastors must continue to meet if they are going to serve in ministry so if you are not meeting them guess what that means it means you shut it down and you walk away but that's really hard because then you're walking away from money you're walking away from prestige you're walking away from all of those things and guess what i wouldn't do i wouldn't buy a, a massage spa Maybe as there's past, just certain as, as areas we should stay away I, from. Like that, I mean, like people rubbing bodies and stuff. Like that's just not something. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to a massage. To get a massage, nothing but, wrong with going to get a massage. But I just don't know. And and maybe if you're a pastor and you have a family business of that, okay, fine, that's that's okay. Um, but that I just don't see that that's something that. Um, some, well, it's like if like you're a man, struggling a in a certain that's area, put just in the, don't. the public eye. Yeah, is is gonna own. Because doesn't that get a lot of people to go, why would you own spas in Florida? Politicians own spas in Florida. Yeah, we all know what always happens with that. Why would you do that? It's unfortunate, but let's move on to the next gem that I have is Carl Lentz. And I'm really late. Oh, Carl Lentz again. Um, But that's, I'm not going to say too much about that because we we already know, know Hillsong. Yes. This includes Hillsong music, Bethel music, this whole... Jesus culture, all of it. It's all garbage. Elevation. It's it's all the whole thing. Um, You know, and and I'm sorry, as close as Stephen Furtick and Carl Lentz are, and and, and they are, there's no way that Furtick didn't know 
about this these allegations against Carl Lentz. Well, again, just like when we talk about police, right? Like there is a inner circle, um, just there's an inner circle working when you talk about these these people like Carl Lentz, Stephen Furtick, all of these guys, right? There is this certain society that exists within these inner circles that it's very evident, right? Like it just, it is. <laughs> There's, you get into these, these exclusive groups, these inner circles, and things are just known. Things happen a different way. And to deny that, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Uh, sure, sure you didn't. Yeah, I, I... But Carl and, and the, you know, that, again, this does, this taints the whole Hillsong. I mean, his Hillsong didn't already have a name. So uh, this is just very, very unfortunate to have thrust in the public eye along with Ravi um, because people kind of, you know, make Christian Christianity out to be one. So it's, you know, Ravi. It's like these Zachary teachers are very deceptive and there's a lot of deceptive Carlos, stuff and going on. Thing, and, and that's what it is. And, I mean, especially we see it from even the bottom you know from from a person like Carl Lentz who was i mean he was a false teacher from the beginning i mean this is somebody that did not want to condemn abortion gay marriage uh he he shied away from any i mean this isn't a pastor this guy is what what is this guy uh, and then you know, uh, told his mistress that now nah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with my marriage. Like, so you're wow. Um, you know, these things just don't happen and you can't make an excuse for them because they're celebrity pre he's such a, Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm about ready to use some Jeff Durbin words here, and that was my next topic. Uh-oh. You're hitting all the things today. I was. I wasn't quite too sure what we were podcasting on, but now I know. Because it's just like, and even if he did repent and was sorry for this, I mean, go sell all your stupid clothes and get out of the public eye. He's not. He's not repenting. He's not. And guess what? He's going to come back just like, you know... Unfortunately, another person that I, I, I did enjoy at the beginning because uh, he said some good things was Mark Driscoll. Um, but he's going to come back just like Driscoll somewhere after all of this. Like, you know, uh, he'll, he'll pop he'll up again. He'll totally pop back up. He's yeah. too much of a celebrity. Yeah. And this is this. I said it earlier, but this is this revelation too. Jezebel's spirit, this is what this is, that is, it is in the church, and it is wreaking havoc right now, and unfortunately, these things fall like dominoes, this is not the last that we're going to see, and I know for a fact, and, and what worries me is I know people who have stories about very famous teachers who have not come forward with them. Who I absolutely believe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely yeah. believe because they were in the town and went to a church that they were in the community. Like, I, you know, it would be evidence, witnesses. Yeah. You see the inner workings of these right. things. Right. I, I mean, I'm, again, I know somebody like this, and this somebody, I, I could guarantee you that somebody is listening to this podcast. Uh, so we love you, that somebody. But um, I know that, the, and I don't know who, you know, because this is somebody that this this person didn't even share with us, um, because it was so, and it wasn't wasn't a thing like oh all of a sudden this person came forward and gave us a whole no it was just in conversation uh, that we had had and we we've had some great conversations with this this person and in conversation it had came across and we. Uh, we we were kind of surprised. I mean, and we were like, wow, yeah, I, I know. And we totally respect, you know, that that's not what you're trying to do. You're not trying to dog people, but you're also trying to say that um, a lot of these people that we see aren't as good as as we perceive. And that's a very unfortunate thing because that, that's a lot of deception in the church. But 
this is demonic deception in the end times in the church. This is exactly what Jesus said was going to happen. And again, I don't want to, I don't want to come off like I'm some perfect person and I'm above falling. I'm not absolutely above falling. I know there's ways I'm not going to fall. I, because I can control myself. This is about self-control and about putting yourself in positions. You know, especially when you're you're put in a position where you're speaking the word of truth. Like this is something that you have got to be mindful of every day. Um, am I going to be perfect? No, absolutely not. But I'm also probably not going to, you know, go to a spot in Florida and lie on my back while so and sit, you know, and, and do stuff in front of people, like. You don't, that just doesn't happen. You know, like I don't just wind up in a girl's apartment and just end up. Oh no, you know, how just, did I oh, get whoops, here? Oh, I accidentally slept with her. Like that's not going to happen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, is there, is there ways? Sure. Um, is that above human possibility? No, but I'm, it's not going to happen. And if you truly have the spirit that even seals that, you know, that, that, that's. Well, and that's what makes you look at situations like this. Again, I I guess I should be careful with the way that I said that. No, but I mean, it does make you stop and you look at these things. So it's like, even in the case of someone who seems so amazing, like Ravi Zacharias, right? Like somebody who is truly being indwelt by the Holy Spirit is truly walking with the Lord as we are called to do. If we are truly his followers, isn't going to be living a life like this might you have times that you slip up and you're not perfect sure but the sin that kills you is the sin that you continue to live in you continue to not repent of you continue to not turn away from you know and i know regardless of anything and i know it wouldn't be i, I don't care possibility wise but it's like if i was ever thrust into a public position like rep which i wouldn't be but and, you know, to have that type of play, like you would literally travel with me everywhere that I went. I would never be in a situation where this would be any different from where I, what I would do now. You know, yeah. uh, so these things are like you, you put yourself in these weird positions. And I don't think we as Christians um, acknowledge that enough. Like you, you, we don't call out the wrong like that and say, no, no, you don't just do that. That doesn't just happen. You don't go, whoops, <laughs> you know. Um, these things are, are very serious, you know, we're not, you know, a lot of people want to, yeah, well, look at King David and look at King Solomon and look at all the king. Okay. We can look at something that still doesn't justify anything in God's eyes. (laughs) That still doesn't go against That still goes against everything that he said. And you can't compare yourself to somebody in the old Testament, Yes, we have a lot of comfort in, in seeing David, seeing David being forgiven of that. Um, but look at what happened. We don't realize that David was punished because of that. And what happened because of that? David couldn't build the temple. That was like his main thing. It was a really big deal. <laughs> he, that was like that's his whole thing yeah. that he wanted to do is he wanted to build a house for the Lord. Like this is, he even wrote songs about it, and he couldn't. That like that's huge. He, so his platform was taken away from him. You know his his legacy as a king is that tainted. To the Jews, absolutely not. To the Lord, no. I mean, he's forgiven. You know, that, that's not... Because whatever. he repented. But that also just shows that David is just a sinner like everybody else. But this is... you, And this is the why the Lord was like, dude, you don't just do that. You don't just kill your best... Have your best friend killed and then sleep with his wife. Like, and it's so, oh my goodness, it is so funny how 
the New Testament writers when they refer to Uriah and Bathsheba. Yeah, how it's always <laughs> in the yeah. <laughs> kind of like how they always throw Judas under the bus right out yeah, the gate, I know, you know. I know that that's the way that it is. That's the way that they do it. But I still, it's there's still something funny about that to me every time that we read through that. But anyway, I, you know, it's it, it's to, you know that is a story of showing that yes, you you can be uh, forgiven, but uh, your platform will be taken away, and, and it's something that you know being a leader. Uh, I think it's absolutely something that makes you unqualified to lead. That's something that you can't come back from. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, the Lord, you know, well, fortunately, the Lord will forgive you and, and you can you can have a new start. But uh, in the public eye, that's that's not a platform that's yours anymore to have. Uh, you were you, you were given one and you absolutely ruined it because you brought this is where we need to understand that in the Old Testament, you caused them to blaspheme the name of God. Because of what you did, you caused them to blaspheme the name of God, the world. All of the, because of you. Like, we, like the world ain't got enough of its own problems. Now this person that's set up to set to a different standard is doing this. It's, you know, it's, it's just something that we can accept. And it, it's something that, uh, you know, like I said, Carl was not a, a theologically sound teacher to begin with. So it's not like uh, all of a sudden <laughs> this makes him unqualified. But bringing him up is to show you that this is a, a, this is a demonic spirit that is in the church that is alive and well in the church and that it's ripping it apart. And all that this is is just further proof of what Christ said that the end times church was going to look like. Yeah, and, unfortunately, uh, we it are is. Just, we are seeing, you know, the the very framework of what's about to get a lot worse. Um, the third topic that I'll jump off of Carl and go to the third topic that this one really disappoints me uh, a lot. I have, everybody knows that, and, and again, I'm way late to this party. I have not addressed this, and this happened like back in October, maybe even sooner. And it's happened before. I, I've heard it before uh, from, and third topic, as you know, by the, the title now, is Jeff Durbin, which I love talking about Durbin. Um. But apparently I came across, and, and I try to stay far away from anything Durban, unless I have to. Um, the other day, and this is probably why this came through, well, this is exactly why this came through on my re next recommended, is because I was watching his debate that he did with James White and the Mormon. And I was like, that was, it was a great debate. I mean, this Mormon kid had no nothing to his argument at all. And, of course, James and Jeff just absolutely destroyed him. Um, but the, the second video that came up that happened sooner was that Durbin cursed in a sermon. And I was just like, what? Uh, like really I, I know i've heard him like you know say things before like on but it was like always either on his like show or like his pod you know yeah like the, but never in like a sermon and what's unfortunate is the sermon that he was actually giving was really good because he was he was on point with what he was saying because he was calling out the woke church you know this this woke church but then he literally says BS, like in the sermon, like, but like says it, you're killing it with this woke BS. And again, even though he's right on and I'm not, you know, here, um, it's, it's a, it's not a true argument that biblical authors cursed. That's not true. Did they use some harsh words? Absolutely. I mean, 
God uses the word whore, like, and that's part of what Jeff was talking about in a sermon, and, and he was trying to justify his use. So what he did is he basically set up the use of this word in the beginning of his sermon. He's like, because he was talking about the prophets. And and again, I'm I'm way late to this. So a lot of people are like, yeah, I know this. Was this recent? And I was like, no, but I just saw it because I try to stay away from it. But he, he built this whole argument up on the harsh words of the Old Testament to justify speaking against this woke church and you then use the word in a sermon and a lot of reform circles are defending this like yeah we're done with backbone what he said was on which it was but they're defending it like yeah, well, you need to quit being such a little Nancy about your little word and, and just listen to the truth of the sermon. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. You could, still, you could still get your point across without using a word like that in a sermon. Like, there's plenty of, of you know, of, of words. Fool, idiot, stupid. Like, those are okay. Like, I, you can actually exegete those out of Scripture. You know, if if you want to call somebody an idiot or stupid, I think that you can you you absolutely can get that out of scripture. Um, using a, a word like that in a sermon that's kind of inexcusable. And one of the things that just set me over, and, and it's real unfortunate, and and I have to be done with him now too, and not recommend anything from them, regardless of how solid they are. But this is something that has really bothered me for a while, but when I got on to look a little bit more, he's got another sermon where he's sitting there, or it's something on his channel, I don't remember what it was at the time now, but he's sitting there smoking a cigar. And I'm like, why on earth are you smoking a cigar in front of the world as a pastor? Is there anything wrong with smoking cigars in your private, in your private life and doing what... Is he allowed to have a private? Absolutely. Is there anything smoking wrong wrong with smoking cigars? Absolutely not. In front of your, in the public eye, in front of, is this something that you want to do? No, no, no. You're not hiding it. You're not becoming a stumbling block by doing that. It's not hiding it saying, well, yeah, I don't really want people to know I do this. That's not hiding it. You're understanding that this could be a stumbling block from some, for somebody. Scripture tells us if there's something that's possibly a stumbling block, like stay away from it when you're near people. When you have a platform like that, I really don't know that sitting there and smoking a cigar is a smart idea. And Well, like having a beer, right? Beer well, in itself this, is not sinful. Are you going to no. sit up at the pulpit and drink a beer well, while you Well, that was the next get, thing. Is, oh, yes, gosh. that was the next podcast, the next thing that they did, and he does these seated theological talks. They're, they're more like podcasts or whatever with James White. And, and he doesn't, t- they're sitting there drinking beer. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are well, isn't you that kidding part me? of the whole thing? If you're a cool reformed guy, you have, yes, a, that's, you have and, a beard and you, a and you love and brewery, I know yeah. this is huge in the reform circles. And I sound like an so idiot stupid. to reform people right now. They're like, yeah, yeah so. well, and that's the thing is I love beer. Yeah. It's I not do. That you have anything I'm not condemning beer. the man for drinking beer. I'm I'm condemning the man for drinking beer on camera in front of his church and in front of people being a stumbling block that alcohol is for many people. Look, if you want to have beer in your refrigerator, fine. Nobody in the world has to know what you do in your own home. Are you are you living your life as scripture tells you? Absolutely. You understand that things like beer. That's okay. You're, you're more than welcome if it's not a sin for you, if it's not a stumbling block for you, as long as you're not some alcoholic, you're more than welcome to enjoy beer. Not to get drunk, but to enjoy it. And, and, and praise the Lord while you do it. The same thing with, I mean, cigars are a little bit more 
you know, anything cigars or, or cigarettes or something like that, that's a little bit more, yeah, you might want to be careful, but um, do that only in the privacy of your own home. Not out to the world. Again, you're not hiding anything. You're not being a stumbling block to other people. And that's the thing is people can't, and this is one point that I want people to understand is it's not, and, and this has happened to me personally, and not because of anything like this, but in, in different ways. It's not your job to come into a, a person's, a teacher's home like that and to say, Okay, well, this person, they look, they have beer in their fridge. Look how he's a liar and he's a drunk. What? D no, you came into my home, which is my own personal home. I forgot that, you know, hey, I, I didn't clear the brick. You know, maybe that, that would have been a stumbling block to you. I'm sorry, but still, you don't have that judgment when you come into somebody's own personal home. So that's where it's like, no, I'm not against these things. I'm not against a cigar or, or, or a, a drink. But I'm, I'm for them. I'm, I'm very reformed in the thinking that, um, you know, I'm, I'm very Spurgeon with it. I really am. In front of your congregation, in front of your people, is this something that you want to do unapologetically? Probably not. Definitely not. Definitely not drink beer. That's ridiculous. You know, alcoholism is only one of the biggest issues that people deal with. But yeah, sure, let's totally just throw it out there like it's no big. Okay. And he's got a whole fancy little story about the Puritans and, and you know, about the re all of it's these. It's the same you know, old they, story it's, everybody it's the tells. the same old story. We know they brought over their breweries and they, you know... They they watered down the drinks so people weren't getting drunk, and they actually saved the world by what they did with their beer. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I get what Guinness did. Yeah, I get it. You know, it's like, come on. What are we doing? That's It's the same thing, but this is coming from very solid people in the, in the reform circles now that this is just okay. I saw that Doug Wilson do the same thing. I know Doug's a... a pastor of his little com commune up there in, in Utah, I think. But, you know, he's a very, he's in the public eye a lot. Same thing. I saw him get on a podcast the other, the, uh, on a podcast the other day, and I was like, Doug is drunk. I'm not accusing him, but like, Doug is drunk. Like, I, I know Doug Wilson. I've listened to a lot of Doug Wilson's things. I was like, Doug's drunk. I'm like, this is Wow. I mean, he's slurring words, having trouble saying things. Good gracious. It was like, it for me, it was uncomfortable. It was, go watch. I don't remember exactly what it, okay, so I don't want to say exactly which podcast it was, because I don't remember which for sure. But You watch you a lot might, of things. <laughs> some, some listener of you might already know, and, and but... You know, this is this is another thing that just has weaseled its way into the church. And now we look as if we're accepting and pushing these things and bragging about these things and saying, look what we, you know, why are we thrusting these things forward and trying to make them relevant and trying to look like the rest of the world to say, you know, hey, now we're just a bunch of Christians that are, you know, drinking and smoking and doing everything else Christians. Like, really? Again, I don't, I, I don't think you can judge somebody by what they do. It's still, you know, you don't have the, the right to sin in your own home. Your own home doesn't give you a home base to sin, so I want to make that clear as well. Okay, but drinking is not a sin. Smoking a cigar is not a sin. Smoking a cigarette can be a sin, and it's bad for you and horrible, and it can, yeah, but it's it's not okay cigarettes are not sinful you can't you can't say that yeah i'm not saying it's a good idea yeah, anyone should I mean, it's do a, that it's a, it's a debatable topic it certainly is um this is you know but it's not 
so you can't biblically go can't and find scripture that says and, and smoking that. is sinful. And Paul is very specific on his instructions. What do other people have to judge your freedom? If you're doing things in your own lane, nobody else, you know, you're not hiding, you're not sinning, fine. Okay, you have freedom in Christ, and, and who is somebody to judge that freedom? Nobody is. But again, if we're going to be in the public eye and do these things and say, you know, that, yeah. And I think that's what you should be like. As a teacher on that, you should say that. Yeah, guess what, guys? I don't have any problem with this. I don't. I know a lot of teachers do. I know a lot of people think you're going to go to hell for drinking a beer. There, there is literally people that think that, you know, any alcohol that touches your lips, you're going straight to. My mom was one of those. Yeah. Uh, and that is no joke. <laughs> no, it's not. And, you know, that's... It's like... Uh, well. that's, that's not the case. But, um, you know, this, this just rampant abuse and this lack of, I think, respect that we've had for the word. And again, guess where all this comes from? This all comes from all of this being okay uh, if this is this kingdom now theology, right? This This... I, this whole idea is only okay if, if the kingdom is here and now and we're, and we're making it great, you know, that we can get this worldly and this, you know, mimicking society as much as we possibly can, you know, if the, the kingdom is here on earth. So let's look exactly like it, you know, and just take it over. And um, it's, it's just unfortunate what's happening. And... Um, you know, I don't, I just, regardless of how solid he is on other things, I think it's time to finally dump him too. Cause I mean, I, I didn't, you know, he's very unapologetic. He's very, a lot of, I don't know this in two, there's also accusations against him and in, in their ministry, which, which not so sexual dumb. allegations. No, I so it doesn't surprise me, though, yeah, I unfortunately. I want to make that clear that there's nothing, but there's accusations of, of uh, bribery, um, you know, the, and again, these are unfounded, um, like, you know, these are unguaranteed, but um, the same, one of the same sources that kind of reported the early Zacharias, Ravi Zacharias situation uh, reported this, already about apologia in in Durbin's crew. So I'm not making any any uh you know judgments on that front, but it's it's it makes you kind of be cautious um you know if you feel differently, <laughs> I guess. Because this seems to be something that's building into another situation that's probably not going to end well. Uh, but hopefully that's not the case and hopefully, um, you know, they've, I know Apologia does great ministry for the unborn and I encourage them to keep doing so and not that they care what I think, but I would, I would encourage them to keep doing so and, 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 but as far as, uh, anybody, you know, that's listening or anybody wants to know anything that I or we think, um, I definitely say stay completely away from them, regardless of the good that they've done, um, because that's just not that's not the behavior that we can put um, our support in in you know the name of God behind. And we have got to start respecting it a little bit more. I think it's time to kind of um, you know at least gain a backbone in some of these things and say you know what that that's not that's just not okay. <laughs> you know, like we can't just keep passing these things off. So, again, not to say that um, I'm perfect in any way, and I think that's something that I am terrified in, even in the podcast before. I'm terrified. I'm like, gosh, I don't even speak that way anymore. But I am literally terrified that I'm going to somehow slip up one of these days and actually... Well, yeah, just I have like a human that. goof up, right? Where you're like, oh my gosh, I seriously just do that, right? Like you said, like you're not going to accidentally have a goof up and sleep with another woman. Right. But just like, I mean, 
I've had times where I, you know, one day I was doing something when I was working on the bathroom and I whacked my finger, you know, with the hammer and you let a four letter word, you know, I think I threw out the S word and I was like, gosh, I can't even think of the last time I said that. But there was something in that moment of like, I just slammed my finger with the stinking hammer, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, sorry. Like, I don't even talk like that. Why did I just say that? But so I think there's like the natural word of like, you're going to screw up and like, goof something up or say something stupid or you know whatever without without just thinking you just do it you know because you're nobody's perfect but then there's like no I'm not also going to be doing really inappropriate things with my staff at my massage parlor Mm. oopsie my bad I'm a really moral person no you're not you're a liar I mean that just is what it is yeah, so we don't, there's a big difference. We don't talk like that. We've got to hold ourselves to a different standard. And, and that's definitely not who we show ourselves to the world to be. I mean, that's not season like Jesus talk. I mean, Jesus did use a lot of, again, harsh language in the Old Testament. But uh, it's nothing like going and purposely using a word that we know in our culture, in our society. You know, it's just unnecessary. And for me, it felt very unnatural to hear from him. Uh, in a sermon and I, I that's how much it troubled me is like man I didn't even know about this and this is a while ago and man I should probably say something about this because yeah no more <laughs> I'm like I'm done I thought he was good in a lot of a lot of ways I excused his um you know his replacement theology and his his post-millennial teachings that were wild that completely unbiblical um of which you know, there are many yeah which there, there's plenty um you know, this we're not talking about whether the the rapture is pre, mid, or post here. We're talking about complete and utter, you know, secessionism from anything Israel and and the and and he proudly teaches kingdom now theology, which is just, I mean, it's just completely unbiblical. Um, it's so a lot of these things just kind of adding up together, kind of really. Um, really kind of cumulate into one thing. And again, this isn't to to just sit there and attack everyone, but it, as far as, as we as Christians, this is something that we have to stand up and that we can't be a part of, and we have to to let the rest of the world know that, yeah, we get it. <laughs> you know, like this is... This is not something we've got to be better than this, you know. Well, um, when the world is standing up calling out things to the world. No, but. but when the world can see these things and call them out and we're not willing to, you know, do the same, that's a big issue. Just like when you see anything else, right? That's the the biggest one of the biggest arguments with, you know, the police brutality. It's like, okay, if most everybody's a good cop, then why aren't you standing up calling out the bad ones, right? right. If if doctors were going around being negligent and killing people and those around them didn't stand up and say something that's a big issue like look to nazi germany right like we put those nurses on trial and sentenced them to these horrible things because you were right there and you didn't do anything about it so the church can't stand here and just be like oh well we just don't talk about that you know what i mean like it's not the red-headed stepchild that we just don't talk about no he was wrong and it was disgusting and things like that aren't okay if the yeah, world can not. see it and say that, why can't the church? Yeah, it's not. And like I said, I mean, I'm. There's just certain ways, and yeah, I mean, if that was, I'm not above falling. Last last time, for the last time, hopefully. I'm not better than any of these people. You know, I I certainly have got a list of sins of my own that could, you know, I'm sure rival things but it's not that's not a part of anything that i want to be anymore and that has got to be what we expect out of a a person in that position is to have no part of anything like that and look nothing like the world I mean, you could be knowledgeable of the world, but you don't want to look anything like it. So, I guess that's it.
for this unfortunate podcast that, that I had to do. I feel like today's is just a series of do, unfortunate events. It is. It's unfortunate. We're definitely praying for the, the families and the people that have been affected by this. Uh, if, if, you know, you were a person that this just devastates you, you were looking into Christianity and this devastates you because of these things, um, you know, we certainly, this is not what uh, this is about. And these men do not speak for Scripture when their behavior proves otherwise. So we, we hold ourselves to a better standard, being the salt of the earth, which is horribly applied to Gentiles. That's unfortunately, Israel is the salt of the earth. So as long as there's a nation of Israel, uh, there's going to be life. Um, so that's what that scripture really means, but we, we horribly apply it to being, um, this bright light, right? Then we, with this replacement idea of being a, a, you're a city on a shining, it's again, you're like, no, that's, that's not you, but bless your heart since, since you don't know better, we'll go with that principle and, and we'll just believe that this means like living a, a pure Christian life and, and being a light to everybody else, which it does. So let's, let's do that and just say that these things don't go hand in hand.